Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Yeah, well, we, sh- we showed resolve. We showed some, some ability to be mentally strong. That was a – forget being physically strong during those moments for the players. The, the mentality of playing um, those three games in 11 or 12, 12, uh, 12 days. And now I think somebody said to me the other day we're in four games in 18 days or something. I don't know if that's true or not. But, you know, I just think that – the mental resolve for our players is very important. And we're at a time right now uh, during the season and going through what we went through where it's going to challenge all of us. And I'm looking forward to seeing how we react. Intra Bears coach Matt Nagy. He will be, I think his job is secure through the pregame today. He has a five-year contract, which started, so this is year two. So we're pretty sure the McCaskies are not going to eat three years of contract, right? Perfect. So he, he Perfect can't, discussion for Saturday sucker. He can't be interim, can he? On Thursday. He is interim. But I mean, with, with three and a half years left on his deal? You know what? You know what needs to be asked? We have a Bears pregame show. We're the pre-pregame show. And they bring Saturday suckers to Thursday. He's Mike Esposito. I'm Steve Rosenblum. We'll take you up to 9 o'clock. At that time, we will present professional radio to you. Kevbo. Kevin Zipak will be mm-hmm. co will be leading the discussion traffic copping mm-hmm. Patrick Manley and Olin Krutz. Mm-hmm. And Olin Krutz specifically, but both Olin Krutz and Patrick Manley on our pregame show, the sports book at Ameristar pregame show from nine to eleven thirty, will ask why should be asked why or answered. Maybe they know why. Why does Matt Negi Coach the why does Matt Nagy coach his playbook instead of the game that is in front of him and the players he has on his roster? That that's the frustrating part more to me as this year goes on, as the the more Bears we get to see, and the more you hear little snippets like Mitch after the game or some of the experts that we have on our station talking about, hey, this works great for the Bears, and then you don't see it. Or you don't see it enough. It's like, you know, Olin actually, uh, on his Mondays after games, it's like, you know what? When the Bears line up in the I formation and do play action off of off of the run game, even if they're not gaining a ton in the run game, guess what? It works. Mm-hmm. But you'd never see it. This well, stum- th- that, that, to me, is what's frustrating because that's coaching. That's not, you know, Mitch sucks or that's, you know, David Montgomery can't make a cut. It's the coaches are not putting them in their best positions to succeed. This hour brought to you by Vasectomy Clinics of Chicago. Let's ask somebody else. Joining us on the Alpamani Ford hotline, Alpamani Ford in Melrose Park, is Chris Emma in Detroit. Chris covers the Bears for the score. Chris, how come... Happy Thanksgiving, first of all, from the Saturday Suckage crew to you. We want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving, even though you're in Detroit. And nothing sucks <laughs> Nothing sucks more than being in Detroit. However, maybe, maybe Buffalo and Winnipeg. But... How come Matt Nagy seems to coach his 
How can he coaches his playbook more than the game in front of him? Boys, good to be with you. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah, it's a lovely day here in Detroit. Uh, to uh, to your point, I I don't think there's any chance Matt Nagy's getting fired after this season, despite the disappointment that's gone through at Hallis Hall and the expectations falling well short so far. But I think you have to consider uh, Matt Nagy firing himself as play caller because you see the way this offense comes out of the gates with that script ready, you know, those first 15 plays or whatever it may be, and they're punting. They're going three and out and doing nothing with the football. That's an indictment consistently on scheme and on the play caller. Uh, Matt Nagy has not done a good enough job preparing the Bears for the start of these games. And we've seen it now. When is Mitchell Trubisky at his best running the offense? It's when he's in the two-minute. He's in the tempo. He's running and kind of freestyling out of Nagy's scheme. Uh, Matt Nagy's not done a good enough job preparing and getting this offense ready for Mitchell Trubisky. He's not catered it well enough to his quarterback. And obviously there's a lot of issues with this offense, the quarterback included. Uh, The offensive line's been a major issue. You've had a lot of drops from the receiving group. You don't really know what you have at running back, just to name a few things there. But it starts (laughs) with Matt Nagy. Yeah, this Bears segment with Chris Emma brought to you by your local Ford dealers and the Build Ford Tough F-150, the official truck of the Chicago Bears. Chris, uh, agree with uh, your points. And, Specific to running back, I thought that, and you, you know, we talked about it on the air here when they waived Mike Davis. But essentially, your whole off-season plan at running back has has really underwhelmed. Certainly, the Davis thing has made no sense, and I think the usage of Montgomery has made little sense as well. You know, Espo, I wrote about it this week on our 670thescore.com, and it starts up front on the offensive line. There's no doubt about it. That offensive line has not played well enough this year. But what do the Bears have at running back right now? You you just don't know. Consider the steps that got him to this point. They traded a guy in Jordan Howard who was a former Pro Bowl running back, a re- really consistent, productive runner, and they traded him basically taking a loss. It was a conditional six-round pick. You draft your new guy in Montgomery with a third-round pick. You signed Mike Davis to a two-year deal, give him 11 carries, just no chance to really even establish him. They gave up on him because they were so committed to Montgomery. Um, They cut Davis. They promote Ryan Nall, who looks like a decent player, more so on special teams. But in turn, they lost Kareth White Jr. to the Steelers, who's now a part of their running back group. They've been so committed, making all these moves, doubling down and tripling down on Montgomery, and he's averaging 3.3 yards per carry, which for running backs with a minimum 100 yard or 100 carries a season, that's 31st behind or in front of only Le'Veon Bell. He's not shown he can really prove it as a running back. He's not shown he has the abilities and the capabilities at this level. Uh, I talked to Montgomery this week, and he admitted he's struggling with this level of competition because it's not the Big 12 where you have these huge holes at the line of scrimmage, and you're able to make guys miss the way he did to a record number, making a record number of players miss tackles last season at Iowa State. Players are bigger, they're faster, they're stronger, and they're getting to Montgomery right away, and he's not been able to adjust. Talking with Chris M of the score, he's in Detroit, Bears, Lions, the the I think it's the game most – most likely to make you vomit. The this David the Blau worst, Bowl? This is the worst game on the NFL schedule today, and, and one of the worst games all year, i got to believe, because it's <laughs> too bad. To, Chris, i got a question that, that about, about Mitch Trubisky. We, you, you detailed how they suck coming out of it uh, first, in, in the first quarter. But actually, Mitch Trubisky in the third quarter has a 107.7 passer rating. And 74.3% passer rating the other three quarters. They don't always run the no huddle or up-tempo or whatever. They just, in the third quarter, 
why then, and why can't they do it at the start of the game? Why is the third? What is it about the third quarter? Why only then? Well, you know, in talking to Matt Nagy and Mitch Trubisky about that this week, and the thing they both referenced, uh, aside from being perplexed by that figure, is the adjustment to make at halftime. And I buy a little bit of that, but the question is, why aren't you having those adjustments ready when you come out of the gates in the first quarter? Hello! Uh, it doesn't make any sense. Right? It, it, yeah, it just it really doesn't make any sense that they're having those kind of issues and they're not able to really come out of the gates first quarter, first drive, and you're having that kind of production. So, I guess I buy in when I hear you know it's the adjustments, it's things are figuring out at halftime, reacting to a defense. But why isn't it there from the start? That's the question. Chris Emma joins us from Detroit. We're talking Bears Lions here on the Score Rosenblum and Esposito Saturday suckage on Thanksgiving. So I guess your holiday already sucks. And, Can and, only get better from here. Yeah, especially after with the Bears Bulls, football, what the Bulls did to it. <laughs> Why? I think it's a coach, coaching issue when I see the kind of miscommunications, burning timeouts. When I see the penalties that they take, when they they they've got all these different wonderful personnel groups, they can't get them on the right time. They can't get guys. Matt Nagy has to own that, but and he's he's always been willing to own these problems. But why are they happening this deep into the second year? That's what's maddening, right? I mean, it, yeah. it it starts on the head coach. There's no doubt about it because he's too caught up in, you know, getting his personnel packages ready and looking at the next play and getting himself set offensively. Who's overseeing things? Who, who's the guy who's noticing, okay, you got 12 on the field or you're missing somebody here or there? That's when the questions come to Nagy. And, you know, our guy Hub Arkish has asked it a few times. It's, you know, about the play calling. Is it better for your team if you give up the play calling? Uh, obviously, there's issues with the play calling as it in its own entity, but the question is being asked in terms of do you think you're better off overseeing your team and letting Mark Helfrich or David Gohn or somebody else call the plays? Nobody's overseeing the process of what they're doing with each play, and that's why you're seeing really sloppiness with the procedure and getting guys out there, getting guys lined up right. The other issue, too, is that you've got some players who are now in their second year, third year, second year in this offense at the very minimum, who don't know where to line up on different plays. It, Oops. Why is that happening now when you're 11 games into this season? It, that's unforgivable. That, those are simple, sloppy mistakes that you can't be making. I'm pretty sure on our high school team they wouldn't have liked that. So for it to be happening on the Chicago Bears, they would have. Uh, you would definitely not expect to see that kind of stuff. Uh, and, and not to put you on the spot, and I know very few of us know a lot about the great David Blau, and I say the great uh, <laughs> he's, sarcastically. He's a magician. Can you please? Seriously, I'm telling David you, Blau? The truth. you go YouTube it. He can perform magic tricks. Okay, well, Serious magic I'll do that tricks. after the show. In the meantime, Chris, what can you, if anything, tell us about the third string quarterback, David Blau, that the Bears will get today? Boys, you got the right guy. I spent a year covering Purdue, oh, and I covered David Blau's recruitment by one John Shoup, uh, his offensive <laughs> oh coordinator and uh, quarterback coach wait, at the wait. time. Slow down. Worlds are colliding. Back Bringing you to Bears hell, ladies white. and gentlemen. It's John Shoup recruiting David Blau. Uh, my scouting reporters, he's a very nice kid. Uh, I didn't really think he'd be an NFL quarterback at any point, so uh, maybe he'll prove me wrong today, but he doesn't have much in the pocket. He doesn't have a lot of mobility. He doesn't have a ton of, a ton of arm strength. And I think if the Lions leave Khalil Mack on a one-on-one, they're in deep trouble. So Lions nine, Bears six, is that what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Wow. I, got, I want to get back to what you were, we were discussing, and it was a topic earlier in the week where Mitch Trubisky from the postgame against the Giants basically said, this is what I want to run. I want to run the no huddle. I want to run up-tempo. And he made the point of talking about not thinking. And he comments about 
too much thinking coming out of a huddle. This, you're just stamping schmuck on your forehead right there. And it, it looks like an even greater charge of, of football malpractice scouting against Ryan Pace that you have a quarterback that you traded up for who doesn't want to think, who can't think, who finds it easier not to think in the pocket. Maybe I'm misreading it, but that's the way I took it. What do you think, Chris? Rosie, you're dead on. I mean, you've seen these issues throughout his, certainly since Matt Nagy arrived and Mitch has been put into this offense. He struggles to process a defense, to read coverages. Uh, at the beginning of the play, he struggles to really align his guys right and to see what's going to be there in coverage or what's being disguised. That's why the Bears made the move in part uh, to switch Cody Whitehair back to center and move James Daniels to guard. Obviously, Daniels has struggled, but Whitehair has a better relationship with Mitch and he's better at identifying things pre-snap. So it's just an issue of this quarterback is not figuring out what's being presented to him. And that's where the success comes in two minute and in tempo is, you know, you're getting rid of the ball quickly. You have simple plays. You have one or two reads. Uh, you're able to use that mobility if needed. He's a lot more comfortable because he has to think less. And honestly, I was really surprised he said it so honestly mm-hmm. because uh, it's something that we've all recognized, right? You see the way he operates and the way he can drive the ball downfield when he's not thinking. And conversely, you see the way that he struggles when he's in the pocket and you see you know, the internal clock is ticking, and you see the panic in him, really, when a play's about to break down. Uh, I couldn't believe he said it. I was in that press conference, and I missed it at first. I didn't hear it right away. I went back on the transcripts. So I'm thinking, wow, he told the truth on this one. And yeah. it's been evident, and it's a problem. He let it slip out. He yeah, I, was... I couldn't believe it. All right, so if you had to, if you had to get serious and make a prediction about today's game, it's almost, this seems just like, the Giants game. The Bears can't lose and they'll probably win and they won't win in decide they won't win in any kind of happy fashion. It'll be the, <laughs> the Giants game. The Giants give up I don't know, they usually give up almost 30 points and the Bears didn't even get to 20. So this seems to be the kind of game that the Bears will will probably win and it might be 16 to 7 and you go that's not enough. That's why I'm looking at. It. What do you think, Chris? You know, it was a year ago in uh, Thanksgiving in Detroit. The Bears had their ultimate proving moment for that team, but really a resilient win. Yep. It showed this team could make a run in the playoffs. It showed a lot of this team's character. And this year, I think they're just going to prove they're better than a bad team. It's I, I said 17-13 <laughs> going in. Uh, that was with Jeff Driscoll. I Maybe 17-7 now with David Blau. I don't know if I'm even willing to give the Lions a touchdown. No. Uh, I don't see there's any way this is a truly good football game. So... Um, yeah, maybe you can uh, get your nap in early toward the second half. But, you know, if you're a Bears fan, you hope it's out of reach by then. Well, we, we, we will have not eaten yet, so I don't think my nap can come until the Dallas halftime or something like that. So we'll, That's the we'll best have to... nap of the year, though, right? That's, yeah. It's a great nap. The opening bell, by the way, brought to you by CarX Tire and Auto, where you get $200 off any four tires at CarX. Chris, thank you for joining us. Appreciate it. Have a have a happy Thanksgiving if that's if there's actually a way to do that in Detroit. Well, he and Grody, I'm sure, are getting together and doing pregame things and yeah. postgame things, right, guys? Tell tell Grody when you see him. <laughs> tell him that Rosenblum wants to know if he wants to come over for Thanksgiving tonight. <laughs> I'll be sure to do that. Take care, guys. All right, thanks, Chris. Chris Emma, he's in Detroit. Bears Lions, your first game up on and then it's Bills at the Cowboys, yep. right? And mm-hmm. the, could this be the first time a coach gets fired at halftime? I mean, they're playing in Dallas, and Jerry Jones was livid 
when they lost in New England, but everybody loses in New England. You don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, that happens, and that happens to all the opponents there, especially a guy with a you know a fake Jason Garrett is a fake coach, and now suddenly it seems like Jason Garrett is Jerry Jones has finally stopped protecting him. He's been there forever, though. I mean, I this is you, and this is if I bring this up for. It'd be great to see a coach fired at halftime. That would just because we've never seen that. Mark Trestman should have been fired at halftime of that Green Bay game. Oh yeah, right. That but but that didn't happen. But I bring this up because Jason Garrett has been the, the Jerry Jones. Jason Garrett is the Reinsdorf's and John Paxson thing. That's been you. You're looking at a similar thing that there's not the production you need. There is no threat of a championship there is no hope and yet the people in power protect the people who cannot do the job that's what you've got in dallas with the with the owner gm and the coach and that's what you have with the bulls with the the chairman son of chairman and john paxson john paxson hit one of the most historic threes Mm-hmm. and gets a lifetime job out of it. Well, even in Cowley's piece yesterday in the, in the Sun-Times, basically saying that uh, Jerry Reinsdorf was getting very upset with how the season has gone and targeting Gar Foreman, Cowley, even in this piece, says that Paxson is untouchable. Yeah, it's remained so. All right. uh, Jason, but, but Garrett, if- Jason Garrett, by the way, I looked this up while, while you were talking there, he was named interim head coach in November of 2010 after Wade Phillips got fired, and he has been there. So this is what his ninth season, and right, and he's accomplished as much as John. But Max. I think the thing is right because Jerry Jones is notoriously difficult to work with, and he you know he goes through coaches like you know crazy, unless guys who are willing to be his puppet. Well, Jason Garrett is that guy. There you go. That guy is Mike Esposito. I'm Hello. Steve Rosenblum. Uh, we are just taking you up to the Bears pregame show, the sports book. At Ameristar pregame show, 9 o'clock, Kevin Zipak will be between Olin Krutz and Patrick Manley, a couple of guys who uh, major in snapping the ball. And in Olin Krutz's case, he would just like to snap my head off. <laughs> he, he could squeeze my Look, head like a zit. I'll keep you guys separated. Fortunately, he has not. No, I don't think he hates me now. But I do have a story about and the, the most Olin Krutz thing I could – I experience. We'll bring that next on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. What are you learning about maybe some of the challenges of playing at the NFL and the, the big differences from, from college? Yeah, everybody's good, you know, so everyone has a lot of talent. Just being able to, 
you know, take what you get. And it's not as easy as it is in college, but, you know, it's definitely um, good to be out there with some of the, the guys that I grew up watching. That's alleged Bears running back David Montgomery. Does he have the blues? Hey! <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah, so. <laughs> okay, so. Coming up in a half an hour is the uh, sports book at Ameristar pregame show. Kev Bo, Kevin Zipak sitting in for Hub today, sitting between Olin Krutz and Patrick Manley. And that story will have to wait until Mike Esposito gives us an update because nothing says Saturday suckage on Thanksgiving like interrupting an Olin Krutz story <laughs> with an update to talk about how the Bulls lost to the worst team in the NBA. You Bulls fans are schmucks for showing up. Go. Scoreboard update. Yes, sir. We are in the Northwestern Basketball Update studio. I'm Mike Esposito. Join the Wildcats at Welsh Ryan Arena this winter for matchups with Michigan State, Ohio State, Purdue, and more season and single game tickets on sale now at nusports.com. We'll get to the Bulls and their suckage in a second. We'll start with the Bears and their hopeful non-suckage today up in Detroit. Five and six are the Bears. Three, seven, and one for the Lions. And Detroit will start David Blau. Third string quarterback today against the Bears as Jeff Driscoll is out with a hamstring. Matt Stafford still out, of course, as well. 11.30 for the kickoff, our pregame, the Sportsbook at Ameristar pregame with Kevin, Olin, and Pat. We'll start about a half hour from now right here on the score. Uh, did not travel for the Bears, so will not play. Broniker, Gabriel, Massey, McManus, and Shaheen. Other games today, Dallas hosting Buffalo, New Orleans traveling to Atlanta. The Bulls lost in Golden State yes, uh, last night, 104-90. to Golden State at 3-15 was the worst team in the NBA. The Bulls are now 6-13. Zach Levine with 36 last night. They are at Portland tomorrow night. Anthony Davis, 41 points in his return to New Orleans. Lakers, 114. New Orleans, 110. Blackhawks off today. Host Colorado tomorrow afternoon, 3 o'clock at the UC. AHL, Wolves 5, Grand Rapids 2 last night. The Cubs have a new left-handed reliever, C.D. Pelham. They claim him off of waivers from Texas. Uh, Seattle signing Carl Edwards Jr. to a one-year deal. One college football game today, Old Miss against Mississippi State. College basketball last night, Northwestern loses to Pittsburgh 72-59, while Loyola beat Old Dominion 68-61. Update brought to you by the Canon Megatank Printer. How many holiday thank you notes can one person print out? Well, be thankful the Canon Megatank Printer's ink cartridges can handle 6,000 black pages and 7,700 color pages. That's a lot of thank yous. Visit Amazon or canon.us slash megatank. Bears and Packers fans, Friday, December 13th, both 670 The Score and the fan radio station in Milwaukee will be live from the Brat Stop in Kenosha. Mully and Hawk kick things off at 5, followed by Bernstein McKnight, Lawrence Holmes, and McNeil and Parkins until 6. Get ready for the game. Stop by to win score prizes. I'm Mike Esposito. You're listening to Chicago's number one ranked sports station, 670 The Score and 670thescore.com, home of Bears Mondays, presented by your local Ford dealers and the Built for a Tough F-150, the official truck of the Chicago Bears. Score is a radio.com sports station. I love the texters because we always get some version of this, but the text line, we're just going to shut down the text line because it's over. 309 texter one. So, Today is or isn't Saturday. <laughs> Just it's Saturday, second on Thursday. If you can have Monday night football on Thursday, Thursday night for Monday night football. We on can. Thursday. We often right. do. So it's Saturday, second on Thanksgiving. 
Coming up, like in less than half an hour, is Real Radio. It will be the Sportsbook at Ameristar pregame show. Kevin Zipak, our guy, will be hosting with, co-hosting with Olin Krutz and Patrick Manley. I'll take you up to 1130 when the Bears play the Lions. So the about 15 years ago for the Tribune, I was doing a, a regular piece called Out Loud. And it was a... I remember it. It was a Q&A with people, with athletes, people involved in sports. Sometimes like Ben Affleck, that, that kind of stuff. Ben Affleck or... Um, did one with Roger Where did you Clemens, corner a Ben Affleck at? World Series of Poker. Oh, that, yeah. that's a good place to do it. Um, 50, I watched 50 Cent play the World Series of Poker, too. Interesting. Yep. So was doing the, I was doing those, and it would be a Q&A, and I'd throw out the cues and just run the answers, and they tell whatever stories they have to tell. And it was just about them. It was, it was so clean from a, a – if you were a managed – PR department for a team, you would talk it up because this was the cleanest. It's easy. You're not right. gonna. You're not you're gonna, gonna put, get, make them do anything they don't the, want to do. The writer's gonna take himself nope. out of it. He's yep. just gonna ask the questions. That's what I did. So, with the help of Bears PR, we're in the locker room, and I wanted to do Olin Cruz. So I'm gonna sit down with him. Mm-hmm. We come. We approach him during the open locker room period, during the week, and bef- before anybody said anything, I get the death stare. <laughs> <laughs> We've from all o- gotten that from one. Olin Krutz. Now understand, this is a really positive thing. Uh-huh. This is sitting down with an athlete or a coach, and they get to say what they want, and I'll run it. And that's the way it was, mm-hmm. asking, answering my questions. And then explain to them, Olin, here's what I want to do. I want to ask you questions, get your answers, throw out my questions. We'll just run your goes, And he's staring. There's a pause. And he has that death stare that he has. And I thought, this is it. He's going to rip <laughs> off my head and crap in my neck. That's what he's going to do. He goes, well, the whole offensive line's going to be there. And I said, no, this is just one person, just one. And I want it to be you. He goes, no, I'm not doing it. Just the, off- the whole offensive line or mm-hmm. no. Go, okay. So it tells you what kind of guy. It's not a surprise that he is that kind of guy that he would make that kind of demand mm-hmm. and he would scare the snot out of me doing it. He definitely did that. But the the death stare on something so positive and so easy to do was vintage Olin Krutz mm-hmm. in my experience. This segment brought to you by the Exergen Temporal Scanner. 30 million people come down with the flu every year. It could be you or your family. The best way to tell if it's a cold or the flu is by taking your temperature, and no one does that better than the Exergen Temporal Scanner. 630 Texture, just loading up the bong to deal with our great fall winter sports teams. It's the only way to deal with this suckage. That's true. 574, Saturday suckage. I woke up, I heard you two, and I thought, I slept right through Thanksgiving and missed the Bears game. If only you were so lucky. Yeah, you might want to do that. Did you so, miss the Bulls game last night? That's yes, the thing. That's true. All right, we, uh, we'll we take a break when we come back because it's we need to discuss the American Thanksgiving. That is a specific fra- sports phrase. I'll explain that and a special additive in whatever you might be doing for your Thanksgiving dishes today. I'm Steve Rosenblum. He's Mike Esposito. We're the Wake and Bake Club. It's Saturday Suckage on Thanksgiving. You probably need to fill your bong in order to get through that Saturday suckage on Thanksgiving. Chicago Sports Radio 670, the score.
There's definitely some of that in there, without a doubt. And, and we know the teams uh, each week that we go into that, that either do well against play action or struggle with it. Uh, again, the offensive line, you know, when, you, when you're able to have uh, um, uh, schemes with, with the offensive line and they execute as well as they did yesterday, you give green grass to Mitch to be able to throw. And you, you saw that. I'll go back to um, after just breezing through that game. I, I told you I wasn't sure how much of that I was going to get through. I, I did get through it. And, and so um, after going back through that, that throw that he made on third down to A-Rob that got called back, that was one of those throws that you put in, in a that – was, that was a really good throw. But he had great protection. He stayed in the pocket and made a strong throw. Um, but the line gave him time. That's interim Bears coach Matt Nagy talking about what he thinks his quarterback does well. Not think. Isn't that great? Quarterback's telling you, I, I want stuff where I don't have to think. Have we had a non? Because I can't think. Have we had a non-interim coach? I guess Nagy was a not was a regular coach last year, right? He wasn't the interim coach last year, correct? Because I know John no, Fox he was, was coach of the year. John Fox was interim for a while. We knew that was coming. But Matt Nagy was, he was just a Bears head coach last year. Now he's back to He was coach of the year. That's right. And Ryan Pace was executive of the year. And if they had something called frauds of the year, we might have that whole thing. So I I love this. 630, we're getting a a text. Happy Thanksgiving from Australia Wake and Bake Club. Yes. Look at us Look booming at us. out over that internet. Hemispheres, international, right. global, we or, are. The Wake and Bake Club cannot be contained. Or the old radio.com app. One of them is working. Uh, this transi- uh, this segment, too, by the way, brought to you by Aloha Restoration, gets your home bone dry in no time. Okay. It is the American Thanksgiving, and that matters in sports. You know why, Espo? I don't. Please share. Okay. Because the Canadian Thanksgiving is October 1st. It's in October. I did know that. The American Thanksgiving today has been a harbinger of your playoff teams, those in, those out. Mm, Okay. I'm here for this. our Canadian friends always refer to it as the American Thanksgiving, because it is. And for the last couple decades at least, you've known – about 80% of the playoff teams, sometimes 90% of the playoff field is determined by now. Uh-oh, it's Olin. He's going to hurt me. Let me pull Keep up. Keep that door locked. Let me, let me pull Adam, up my, my I NFL. I bad news. I don't think it door locks. No, it doesn't. It wouldn't stop him anyway. All right. You're right. He'll come right through it. I've got my standings up. I'm ready the for, Black for your playoff are not commentary. In the but about, I'm saying 80% of the, 80% of the playoff teams are known at this time, and everybody wants to say it's early, and they get more power from that saying it's early because the St. Louis Blues had the fewest points in the NHL mm-hmm. the first week of last January, and they would go on to win the cup. They hired, a, they fired their coach in midseason, and they hired someone who can actually coach, mm-hmm. and they won the Stanley Cup. The Blackhawks fired their coach early, and they didn't hire somebody who can coach. Because what the Blackhawks are doing now is they're running Joel Quenville's system. That's all Jeremy Colleton can do. I thought communication was supposed to be his big thing, and all they have are too many men on the ice penalties. Well, and if they're going to run Joel Quenville's system, they could have kept Joel Quenville. Kept Joel Quenville. So the Hawks have 25 points. 
They're tied with Nashville and Anaheim. They're two points out of the last playoff spot on the American Thanksgiving that Mm -hmm. is today. Calgary and Vegas have 26 points, so you've got a real logjam. The Hawks have played fewer games than every team they're trailing or tied with except Nashville. But that has never really mattered. The American Thanksgiving. So the Hawks have about a 20% chance of making the playoffs based on the American Thanksgiving standings. I'm just bringing that up. Okay. And for those of you who hate to see your hockey season ended already, somebody, That's early for somebody that. texted us, a member, certainly a member of the WB Club, 708, <laughs> although I would have expected this to come from the 815. I'm thinking about putting weed in the adult table stuffing today. Any thoughts? Oh, yes, do it. Edibles? I can't believe that. Stuffing isn't one of the edibles you can buy. Maybe you will be come January 1st. State of Illinois, baby. Yeah, maybe you will be able to to soon. And, I just, and, and I, speaking of playoff percentages, I, I will give you this. While, while you were talking about hockey, I'm reading the NFL standings. The Bears, as of the CB, as of today, the CBS Sports uh, website, the the postseason playoff chances. What are the what's the percentage? chance that the Bears make the playoffs, Steve Rosenblum. If you had to guess, what would you say? The Bears sing at 5-6 and six heading into today. According what, to CBS? According or? to the percentage here in the standings that I'm reading on CBSSports.com, what percent chance do the Chicago Bears Two. have? 2%. 2.8%. 2.8%. You're right on. Look at you go. Yeah. I, go I thought, Bears! <laughs> thank you, Adam. <laughs> Green Bay at Minnesota with a 98.4% chance. Green Bay at 81. The Bears... Two point eight. When you watch what what the, what what happened to the Packers, what that defense they got did demolished, and then you watch how how Kyle Shanahan is handling Jimmy G, mm-hmm. and boy, wouldn't they love the whole Niners Patriots Super Bowl? Brady against Jimmy G, Belichick against the guy he coached. If Belichick can get by Lamar Jackson. Which he didn't last time. Jimmy G should be our guy. He he's from here, yeah. Arlington Heights, right? He is your guy. He's my guy. Your guy. But but you you go back to again. We I I brought this up before, and I bet I could get a a a round of a of of agreement from the our pregame show coming up soon. Kevin Zipak, Olin Krutz, Patrick Manley. They're all here. They're right the there. Sportsbook at Ameristar pregame show. The the way the Bears and Matt Nagy blew the opener against the Packers. They you know, they didn't even try to run the ball. And the Packers nope. refused to stop the run in September. You saw what happened the next four weeks. All, anybody who tried to run the ball could run the ball. Matt Nagy didn't want. That's the problem that is becoming glaring and aggravating with Matt Nagy, maybe it changes today, but he coaches his playbook and he coaches what he wants to do instead of the game that's there, the players that are there, the opponent that's there. Well, and and I get this, and I said this before, and I'll say it again, and I feel like, you know, shameless programming plug every Monday at 740 on Molly <laughs> and Haw, Olin, that's, that's Olin's post-Bears game uh-huh. segment. I feel like I get smarter every Monday morning in the car, and he sits there and talks about, hey, you know what really worked? Uh-huh. Lining up in the I formation and, and running the ball or doing play action off of that 
has really worked, and the Bears have had success there. And you know what we don't do to start games? Line up in the I formation and run the ball and do play action off of that. It's it's not rocket science all the time. I mean, sure, the razzle-dazzle is nice, and yes, everyone loved the Santa sleigh and all the fun plays last year, right? I mean, uh, there's a place for that, but there's also a place for what does my team do well? And what does my team suck at? In the spirit of Saturday suckage on Thanksgiving, what does my team suck at? Yeah. And and, and what the, are we good at? And there's a fee I have this feeling you lived through it. It only took a half for Gary Croton's oh miracle, mm-hmm. magical, pretty shiny thing offense to be figured out by Gunther Cunningham <laughs> when they played the Chiefs, <laughs> yeah, right? Yes. It took a half. And yet it feels like that's what's happened to Matt Nagy, who doesn't really have a scheme as much as he's got a bunch of a bunch of plays. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's almost a whole bunch of Jackson Pollocks driven mm-hmm. in a playbook without any real theme. There's no plot. There's no nothing setting up anything else. It's just, oh, this would be neat. Oh, this would be great. Well, and and as you as you like to say, last year their inability to score points at the end of the season was deodorized by the fact that they kept winning. The defense could score. The defense could score. But if you were watching, you noticed they weren't scoring a lot of points on offense. And that, you thought, we heard in the offseason, hey, offense 201 or offense 202, whatever, oh. here we come. And, you know, the the atmosphere at the Bears 100 in, in the summertime was fantastic, and everyone's expecting this Super Bowl run, right? Well... Maybe not. 2.8% chance to make the playoffs, everybody. David Blau today. Go Bears! (laughs) Yeah, go Bears and take the Bulls with you. Actually, everybody. Nobody's going to make the playoffs. I go back to the Jets tackle Kelvin Beecham's words. We're in the world of suck right now. Yes, we are. I carried this with me. I want to thank Adam Stadzinski for doing whatever you did here. Uh, Mike Esposito for showing up Hi. Saturday suckage on Thanksgiving. Chris Emma. Coming up is the Ameris Sportsbook and Ameristar pregame show on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. It wouldn't have been possible if we weren't here to be told how much we suck. So... Kudos to you guys for sucking as bad as we do. Oh, yes. Wait Wait a minute, minute, Mr. Post. Wait, wait. Wait. Oh, yeah. That's it. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.